All right, so we're going to actually hear that song from the beginning because we, we kind of jumped in partway through because it starts out slow. But I, I think there's a genius in the beginning part of this song. Well, I mean, genius as much as a computer can be genius, well, I suppose. What, what's going on here? Computar, do my bidding. I'm trying to po- paste the, the notes, the show notes, and it didn't let me paste in, in here. It's... Okay, there we go. All right, show notes are pasted. Now I can feel comfortable and play the song if I can find what's... Oh, God. <laughs> Computer, do my bidding. So it starts out, you know, simple. Simple mm-hmm. because it's transposing a piano. Right. Feels like a retarded monkey yeah. slamming it on the keyboard a little bit. You can sort of hear it sort of turning into something close to the voice. It's doing note bending, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's because you know the pedal is on the piano, right? So it's 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 using, but like per key, it, the MIDI is able to bend each note, and it's approximating voice, which is kind of interesting. So it's like. It has moments of like brilliance and then just complete fail. Sounds like someone's sweating. Yeah, we think might open the show with this, but. We just had to yeah. play it on the outro so yeah. we could soak in it some more. <laughs> All right. All I want for All right. Christmas. So as, as someone said in the, in the comments, it sounds like a piano raping a xylophone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 oh boy, that that was great. Cause I I hadn't actually heard it until I played it for Jeff. I was just okay. I think you may have heard like a brief bit of it. I didn't hear like all the just slamming the piano <laughs> nonsense and the weird way in which it captures the song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, that's probably my favorite version of the song. I've mm. never been a big fan of that song. Play that for Christmas? That'd be awesome. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's almost like... Uh, you ever hear the... Um, well, that feels like life. Right? That's what right. life is. Life is so, like that song, as opposed to this sort of so I don't, wondrous I, Mariah Carey I, I don't version. know who the, the guy who sings this song is, but it's focused on uh, Dr. Demento. Uh, the Santa Claus is coming to town. Have you ever heard that? I know I know. You know Santa got remembered by a rainbow. No, I'm not here. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. I'll play it for you. You gotta check this out. Uh, I can spell. No, I saw Daddy kissing Santa Claus. Oh, did did you? One well, of my favorite parts is of Silicon Valley last year was uh-huh. this thing. That, did you see that, that I put in there? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need queued up? There yeah. you go. Go for it. Knock who's there, this guy. Hey, Russ. What's up? Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. What brings you here? I had to meet this lawyer and his fucking kid six, and I have a few hours to kill. Did I see a McLaren 650S with the extra trim package pull into the driveway? Or did I not? <laughs> yep. So, this is the team. Uh, whoa. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Because I'm looking at the rest of you guys. This is the guy in the house doing all the fucking. Am I right? You know I'm right. This guy fucks. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Al-Qaeda? No, I'm totally kidding. I'm diffusing the tension with humor. <laughs> but then, of course, the best part is at the end where he says... This guy fucks. You know, Russ, I haven't known to fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on YouTube why can't I can't I remember just watching that scene and just laughing my ass off okay welcome everybody to the fu- that's not it that's uh Joel Hodgson Dana Gould what that was Dana Gould no that was not Dana Gould that oh, was Joel Hodgson okay. introducing Dana Gould okay oh come on YouTube Okay. Well, maybe I'll find it later. I, ah! I posted this general, not to the main. Right. I posted this again to the main chat. To our show chat, I should say. I can find it in general, too. Oh, God damn it. Don't worry about it. I got it. The slack it. sucks! Slack doesn't suck. <laughs> I suck. I got it. If it's in general, I'll find it. Just the easiest finding it in the show channel. Just won't be archived. But who cares? I suck. I suck. I suck. I know, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Fargo. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. So Fargo ended, and it didn't necessarily end on the most amazing episode ever. <laughs> I mean, it, the, man, the amazing episodes were, were were set during the. The part of the series. This was sort of. It was more of a like, like you said about the end of Star Wars. More of a coda, right? More of a Denny Maul. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it had its moments, and I thought the more I thought about it, the more I kind of really appreciated it. I mean, so okay, I'd love to hear what you appreciate because on the surface, it was a big tying up the plot yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. And Fargo doesn't really need to be a tying up the plot episode, but I mean, it was it was nice to have it tied up. Yeah. So, and one of the things I mentioned on, on I think I, I tweeted this or I mentioned this to you or something, is, is that at the end of Fargo, everyone gets what they want, no one's happy about it. Or at least it, it everyone gets what they thought they want, what they thought they wanted, uh, but it turns out that's not what they actually wanted. I think, you, I think the tweet I saw was like, no one gets what they want, but... Or, well, everyone gets what they were aiming for, but they never got what they want. Right. right? Okay. So, so they they're aiming for like you know the the biggest example is Mike Milligan, right? He's aiming for a bigger you know part of the organization. He gets it, but he gets to be an office jockey <laughs> because yeah. of it. Um, Peggy gets to be actualized. Uh, she gets to really be in control of her destiny, but that is not what she wanted. And it turns out she has to do mm-hmm. it without without. Um, Ed, uh, you know, Ed 
I guess Ed sort of... <laughs> Ed doesn't get what he wants. Ed, Ed wanted to own a bar and yeah, butcher shop yeah, in a small town. I mean, he just... Um, Hans, do you know the, the thing about Hansi? Did you read anything about that? So I was talking with a guy at work, big Fargo fan at work. I didn't get it when I watched it. Neither did I. But, but yeah, he said he saw online that that is a bleed into the gang in the first season of yes. Fargo, right? Because mm-hmm. there was a deaf assassin. Right. Well, not only that, but apparently Tripoli is the name of the the guy right. who, who is the head of the K, of, of, was it KC? No, it wasn't KC. It was the Fargo mob that, that mm-hmm. uh, Malvo destroys. Yeah. yeah. So not exactly a a wonderful end for that character, but hey. <laughs> It played. It played. Played into yeah. the previous season. So, um, it turns out that you know, I forget her name now. Molly? No, not Molly. Molly's the kid. What's the name of the of Lou's wife? Oh, I don't know. I forget now. Anyway, she got her cancer meds, but they killed her. Uh, you know, um. The the people who live get what they want, uh, but they don't, or, or get what they what their goal was, right. but they don't get what they wanted. Well, out of it. What was the, what was the point of, the crazy shit in in the dad's office? So so she worried he was yeah. going crazy and was relieved to find out that he was just trying to have a world peace. Well, it was kind of the, uh, the way I looked at it is think of think of the very. The first, the, the last line in the first episode, the last line in the sec, in the last episode, which is them saying good night, and good night to all the ships at sea. Right? The, think about that in the context of people. All the people out there, all the people are ships at sea, f- floating uh-huh. in this okay. in, in this crazy thing that way, really crazy things can happen. Uh, and what Ted Danson's character is trying to do was trying to say, look, because all of Fargo. All of this happened because of misunderstandings. If they would have just talked straight to each other, they <laughs> yeah, would have been able to right. solve this. Uh, and all this horrible stuff happened because of misunderstanding. All these ships at sea would have been better if they had some way to not get into these misunderstandings with each other. But they didn't. It may have been a little... I mean, it, I guess it wasn't on the nose if he didn't pick it up. It, it was mm-hmm. a little on the nose, but it also... It felt proper for this thing. Like, you know, maybe... If we just would listen to each other a little bit, right. then this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. But we're all charting the seas. We're all charting our way through rough, occasionally very rough waters. Right. So that sort of that's when I said, you know, when I looked back in that and I thought about how how it ended and the importance that that moment had because it was you know if they expressed it twice it's definitely important right. to the theme yeah the the ports the of that theme to the to the season which what which is essentially look we, we live in a world where all kinds of things happening even crazy shit that doesn't make sense like the alien stuff mm-hmm. if we had a way to talk to each other about it <laughs> then right. we might solve some of so, the so one thing i was wondering was if peggy wasn't having a delusion in the cooler would have ed lived could have Ed lived? No, I don't think Ed. I think Ed was was, was okay. pretty much dead when okay. they stashed. Yeah, I mean he got shot in. in well, sure, sure, but I mean there was the there was he was still alive right before the smoke started coming in, right? As far as Peggy, it, as well, far as right, right. Yeah. And, but but Hansi wasn't outside the cooler. It was the cops, it was Lou and um, 
his father-in-law. And I'm, I was just wondering if... Let's call him Ted. Ted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just one. I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know... Is it Frank? Yeah, that might be it. It's yeah. hard to say. But, you know, because she was having a delusion there, you know, it seemed like pretty close to when, you know, maybe Ed could have had a chance if, he, if she would have opened the door to the cops. I was, I was just trying to... It, it subverted the expectation of them being locked in the cooler. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I mean, that was interesting, right? Because I didn't... You made the point where Hansi cut bait, bailed as soon as... He, um, as soon as he realized finishing off Ed and Peggy wasn't worth it because the cops were too close. Right. He'd gone. And... You know, Peggy saw him as following them to their death. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we were all in this world, Peggy's world. You know, they they put us in Peggy's world, which was interesting. It was cool, right? Because we, the only other glance into Peggy's world we really got was when she was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and that scene of the co- whole cooler scene, like from, you know, when they went into the supermarket, you know, that was us living Peggy's reality right and it was cool that they were able to do that to us because you know she's we bought it we totally bought it and she had so many delusions yeah yeah no i I liked it you know it wasn't the most dynamic and amazing of episodes well you know give it it solved it 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 very successfully i think ended the show so yeah i mean also that that whole thing that thing i just said i kind of just realized that now and you know so now it's perspective i'm gaining on it and that's kind of brilliant you know putting us in peggy's reality without Mm -hmm. us noticing the crazy yep because she doesn't think she's crazy no why would she does she think she's actualized (laughs) right so i mean it was i mean i'm like energized again and i like the episode more now mm-hmm. because not instead of just seeing everything getting wrapped up in a neat bow you know now we were transitioning peggy's reality for yep yeah that's t- true five minutes and yeah no it, it, it's very good but sometimes for these things you do have to kind of re- reconsider your first look at them and, and mm-hmm. go back and say okay did i miss something here sometimes you did sometimes you didn't Right. You know, when you didn't, and, I mean, you can you you can tell the difference between bad things that you don't need to go back, and that was I didn't quite get it. Maybe I need to think about it some more. Mm-hmm. Fargo's at definitely in the second one, <laughs> but you, you mean you've watched certain things where you're like, I don't need to watch that again ever. You know, Fargo's not in that ever. It, it's way better quality than that. I mean, the worst episode of Fargo was better than ninety percent of TV. Yeah. It was a good season. Very good. So many good parts, too. The intro where the window washers are coming down in Kansas City uh-huh. and they just open up with the submachine guns into the office. I, I saw some weird complaints online, people complaining, like, they didn't give the Carl character enough to do. They, they gave him a, a spot. They gave that character a spot. You didn't, okay, they didn't end that character's, like, they, they gave that character plenty to do. And they end that character's arc. It just wasn't that important to the main story, but uh-huh. that character's arc got ended, sir, sure. Uh, he had an episode where... Yeah, he had an episode to star. He started an episode, he was hilarious. And yeah, not everyone is the hero of the yeah. show. Yeah, He played a bit part. In, in the whole story, he played a bit part. Mm-hmm. In his story, that was a very important role that he played. Absolutely. I mean, 
Yeah. That was his... That, that's just someone that liked the wisecracks and wanted more wisecracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a great episode. That episode was a fantastic episode. But... And, and in, in theory, you could do a show about that. That's what Better Call Saul is, right? It's sort mm-hmm. of about yeah. doing a show about that kind of character. Yeah. yeah. But it, that was not this show. That right. was another story. But the beauty is you can tell these stories about these people who are living in their own stories. And they intersect your story. And if you can tell that right, uh, you know, I said to John, I was telling him about the story, I said... Everybody who's who is in the story should behave like they are the star of their own story, just like you said, mm-hmm. uh, because that's the way people people don't care about the story you're in. People care about the story they're in. Right. People care. That's the narrative they're living. That's part of the reason the Fargo, like back to the whole Ted yeah. Danson language thing, right? I mean, the reason his thing isn't going to work is because everyone's in their starring in their own story. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it's so good. Really good show. Very good show, Fargo. Excellente. Fargo! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a good week. You know, well, I mean, we're now we're getting Fargo's, to the real lull of TV, so... Sure. Star Wars, though, you know... Well, can I pause for a second you, you to use the, uh, use the facilities? Why not? All right, we're back. Okay, so uh, first of all, let's see. Let's go over some of the stuff in general. Chat. Sherlock on New Year's better call Saul in in February 2015, he said. I said, fuck Sherlock. And he said, that's not nice. Okay, yeah, not nice. Yeah, I don't don't care. I'm not really interested. Okay. Sherlock. And I sent you a a (laughs) BB-8. <laughs> that was really good. I made a gif from the Big Lebowski where uh, Jesus is uh, shining his ball. Except for his BB-8. And yeah, they replaced the bowling ball with BB-8. Um, then there was, th- there was this tweet that you, that you sent out. And I was like, I don't understand your tweets. And you said, Jeff explains the tweets. <laughs> uh, so I tweeted... And TweetDeck fucked me and didn't put in the reply that I intended, so I missed yeah. a reply. Yeah. So my next tweet had the reply, so I said, see my next tweet. And you're and like, I don't understand your tweets. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't have the reply. You eventually showed it to me, but I didn't get it. Because it was like a tweet out of nowhere. It was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So it was just a tweet. I was working on the controller, the microcontroller stuff, and uh, another guy I follow here in town just built like kind of a... A, a, a robot router, wood router thing. And he said, you know, something about, you know, if we got together, we could build an Iron Man suit. And, and my tweet was, let, let me get uh, the circuit to actually power the photon before we start planning world domination. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was supposed to be at Panster. And, and tweet deck every once in a while I don't notice when I hit reply and it doesn't put in the outside for some reason so oh the tachyon thing did you read that the tachyon thing I didn't read it yet oh my lord tachyon products <clears throat> this is from tachyonosis.org slash products.html it's in general chat just go up mm-hmm. 
looking for. Tachyon products presented here were developed by the New Energy Ta- by New Energy Tachyon, a research and development company based in Europe. Currently, they focus just Europe. Okay. Currently, they focus on researching the effect of influence. I'm just reading this there. Researching the effect of influence of exotic forms of matter such as non-ionized plasma, gluonic dark matter, and neutrino dark matter on tachyon field. Yes. They also do research of behavior of tachyon field at extremely low temperatures, for example, in liquid nitrogen, in suborbital in suborbital and orbital <laughs> in suborbital and orbital space. Around Earth, they study the effect of cosmic rays upon the tachyon field. Uh, first of all, let me... Okay. So, well, before you go, I'm not a chemist or a physicist. I would hesitate to call liquid nitrogen extremely low temperature. Uh, it's, it's low temperature from our understanding, but yeah, in, in terms of... Uh, of temperature? In terms in general, of temperature, it is, it is very far above <laughs> the, the absolute zero, which... Would be an extremely low temperature would be within a few tenths of a percent right. of absolute liquid zero. helium, for example. Yes. A tachyon, for those who aren't familiar, a tachyon is a theoretical type of particle. It, it, it's a type of particle. There's no actual particle that's a tachyon. It's a type that's like bosons are a type of particle. A tachyon would be a theoretical particle of some type that would travel faster than light. Uh, and only in, faster than light. Yeah, right? it cannot travel. S- at light speed or slower. It must travel faster than light. In theory, any particle that does that is tachyonic. Now, there is another concept in physics called a tachyonic field, which is different. Uh, so it gets kind of confusing, but that's it's a different sort of thing that, that can actually come about in terms of the math. But again, it's just sort of the math, sort of the way we understand it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're talking about. <laughs> they're talking about actual particles. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the company's cooperating with blah blah. So there's a bunch of stuff about how horrible how the, the company is. It's a bunch of nonsense. What are tachyons? According to this site, tachyons are subatomic particles that travel faster than light. That so far, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. They are particles that infuse physical matter with spiritual light. Sounds legit. <laughs> so, like the first sentence, okay. Although I would add theoretical to that, right? But spiritual. Uh, not, I have no idea what spiritual light is. Uh, no idea how a tachyon can infuse anything. But anyway, okay. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's 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 parse it. it. Okay, let's parse it. But let's let's try to let's try to make it right. Let's try to make it real. So, how can we define spiritual light other than the nonsense so you the, want. The only way you could define giving something to something else is, is by a transfer of energy. That's the only way that makes sense. Or some some other measurable quantity, right? Some transfer of some property. So you could say that if you could measure this property, then you could say that whatever it is transferred this property. If you had something that could change the spin of an electron and just the spin of an electron, nothing else, you'd have a particle that can change the spin of an electron, as an example. Um, and we actually have that. It's called... <laughs> well, we sort of have that. Um, it's... Eh, we don't really have that. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have a way that it can happen. I wouldn't say we have a particle that can do that. But that's... So, so one of the definitions of spirit... There's the ones we know, right? Yeah, yeah. First definition, the main definition, is the non-physical part of a person that is the seat of emotions and character, the soul. Second right, definition. That's just very undefined. Second definition. Because you can't, I mean, you can't make any measurement for that, right? I'm just talking about a dictionary here. I'm just, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, right. yeah, sure, sure. Okay. But I'm, I'm pointing out that that definition is extraordinarily undefined. I mean, we have a definition for what a particle is. We, we know sure. what a particle is because right. we can measure it. All right, but, but okay. So synonyms, synonyms for that definition are soul, psyche, uh, mind, ego, id. Second definition, those qualities regarded as forming the definitive or typical elements in the character of a person, nation, or group. Right. So same thing. Now there's a verb for spirit, right? This is to convey rapidly and secretly. The stolen cows were spirited away yeah, yeah, some sure, distance sure. to prevent right, detection. Right. You could say spirited away, but that's different. That that's not. They're not. They're, they're tar- they say spiritual light. Oh, spiritual. Can can you use that verb definition with spiritual light? Only if you then tr- so spiritual spirited would then be moved quickly. So light that's moving quickly. Well, light moves at the speed of light. Right. Uh. Well, but they're trying to give it a If you're difference. talking about energy, then you're talking about the transfer of energy very quickly. Particles that infuse physical matter with spiritual light would be... If you had to use that... The is, only it a bad, I, is it a bad translation? You said they were in Europe. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's a is, bad translation because it's nonsense. It's well, not a bad but, translation. Well, but could spiritual be a bad translation for superluminal? No, because they already talked about faster than light, so why would they then say they're also superluminal in the next sentence? Because Google Translate missed one. This is not Google Translate. This is on there. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. right. Well, look, let's keep going. Okay. So let's see if... Okay, so that's your that's your hypothesis right now, that it's just a bad translation. Okay. So let's keep going and see if that... I just wanted to... I wanted no, 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 no. To look at it, the... Sure, sure, sure. But let's see if that hit my hypothesis. This is absurd, right? Yeah. So I'm going to play. Let's, let's see if Absolutely. we can, no, see if we can it's, rationalize It's great it. to play Devil's Advocate because, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. Let's look at this and see. That's the wrong one, isn't it? I just want to drink okay. this yeasty shit at the bottom. Tachinization is a technological process. Technological process. So that means, I mean, if it's a technological process, that means <sighs> it, it, it must be able to be measured and controlled and contained. It was technological. Tachinization is a technological process that infuses physical matter with an increased quantity of tachyons. Oh, it's just like those ion, those salt ion lamps, but but with tachyons. And permanently changes quantum properties of atomic nuclei, which compose that matter. Slow down here. Quantum properties of atomic nuclei. Infuse. Okay, a technological process that Mm -hmm. infuses physical matter. Mm, infused physical matter so they're talking about actual physical things meaning you can detect them as opposed to non-physical matter right physical matter with an increased quantity of tachyons now with more tachyons and permanently changes Yes. Quantum properties 
of atomic nuclei which compose that matter. Okay, so why is this only limited to the nucleus? Get this. This is the next sentence. Oh, okay. That, 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 that sentence was so fun. You want to skip it already? I, I just want to get this because uh, this might answer some questions. Okay. Chemical composition is not altered. <laughs> this change occurs on subatomic level. Well, okay. So, all right. All right. So, let's. I'm going to work from the end, right? Right. So, okay. So, say the quantum properties from the tachyon-infused matter turned it into antimatter or something, right? Then the chemical composition would not be that altered. Sure, that would be altered. But chemistry really doesn't delve into whether it's matter or antimatter. Well, we... well It treats it both the same we way. We don't know that for sure. That's an assumption. We don't know necessarily that antihydrogen behaves chemically like regular hydrogen. It's an assumption, and it's a reasonable assumption to make, because it, it doesn't seem like it should behave any differently, but we don't know for that for sure. Okay. Uh, but if we accept that antihydrogen behaves just like regular hydrogen, except for it's, you know, CP reversed. All right. Okay, so you... But... You're still changing, so you're, you're changing properties of something, which should be measurable, right? Especially if it's a technological sure, process. Sure, sure. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, if you're yeah, changing I mean, something so, into antimatter, well, so, geez, we'd like to know about that. Well, right. I mean, and you really can't combine that antiparticle with a traditional right. particle. And because you're just going to start annihilating the amount of shit. energy that would that would occur out of that would be very easily detectable. So let's assume okay. they're not talking about changing something from antimatter from matter to antimatter. So there's some other property that you're changing, a subatomic property that does not change the chemical composition. Now, if you were to add positive charges to any nucleus, it changes the chemical composition. That's the way it works. If you add neutral particles to a atom in its ground state into its nucleus then it becomes radioactive because it it is not stable any longer and it has to find some way to get into a stable configuration does that by spitting out various things uh so changing the <laughs> changing the nucleus in any realistic way would cause major chemical composition changes. Okay. So you do realize like every page on this website's utter nonsense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm okay. I'm just saying like let's <laughs> can, can, you know, but there's also the Pleiadian Stargate, which we could have is just as much fun with. <laughs> or maybe the uh quantum quantum fluctuation resonator. Or the tachyon healing chamber. Why aren't we working on the tachyon healing chamber? Because there's so, because the the awesome thing about this is if you go just a little bit further down on this page, they're selling a bottle of water for thirty dollars for thirty euros. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let's, let's continue. Let's continue then. Okay. So they're selling tachyon water. Yeah. 
Tachyon Detox Water. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, okay, we'll continue. Because it decreases entropy of physical... <laughs> because... Oh, hold on. I think our listeners are saying to you right now, it's just words to fill a page for snake oil, so you shouldn't waste your time Well, I thought that was getting what, frustrated. I thought that was what our listeners wanted, was us, us talking about uh, this nonsense and... and Yeah, but it's more fun than there's a real person to make fun of. All right, well, you want to hear a video? Sure. All sure. right, cool. What This is from Tachyon Home. What is Tachyon's, what are Tachyonized materials? Well, that sounds like that should answer all our questions. It is a joy to be here to share with you this brief and simple Oh, this simple is so much video. better. Okay, so we got a guy here and a button down. It's very much like those infomercials you see for like tiny little ads. Like the guy, he's in front of, he, he's, he's... He's on a hill in Southern hill, California. The, 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 there's the, yeah, there's California behind him, lots of uh, houses and, and trees and stuff. It's a clean, it's a beautiful day. About tachyons and tachyonized materials. We will use a silica disc as an example, although the following applies to all tachyonized materials. All right, so they have silica, silicon, silica. I think, I think so. silica disc. Yeah. Okay. So a disc of sand. Well, it's pressed. Yeah. What are tachyons? Imagine them like a small sphere. Mo- and it's not horrible to imagine particles of small spheres. I mean. The 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 equations that we use are spherical cows, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's very spheres are, are how we understand this stuff. So, okay, that's not starting off not bad. Moving beyond light speed, that's bad. You can't move beyond light speed according to our stuff, but anyway. The mist around the tachyon represents the tachyon affecting the slower than light subtle organizing energy fields of the forms. So, like, Scherenkopf radiation, right? The subtle organizing energy fields of the forms? I have no idea what that means. Okay, play that again. Go back, like, 10 seconds. Like a small sphere, moving beyond light speed. The mist around the tachyon represents the tachyon affecting the slower-than-light subtle organizing energy fields of the forms. Subtle? Subtle organizing energy energy fields. Subtle organizing energy fields of the of the form. I'm lost. That is utter nonsense. Okay. They're called SOFs for short. Oh. S O E F S. Okay, so we have some SOFs. So they have a name, they're SOFs. The actual measuring of the SOFs, conversion of tachyon, has become the subject of many global research projects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
the bullshit I just made up is being researched by many, many bullshit made up research organizations. Pretty much. And it has also led to... Isn't the dog... Do you hear that dog in the background? Didn't really uh, get a clean audio for this sucker. <laughs> you know, time's money, man. You, yeah. can't, you can't record that over if there's only a dog barking. Several patentable potentials. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, asshole! Several patentable potentials. And what? Well, patent them, dick. Why are you telling us about how you're going to make money? If they're going to help us and heal us. Now, when a silica disc is placed into one of the tachinization machines, <laughs> <laughs> which is a uh, the icon for a database right. in a Invisio, yeah. so there is no it doesn't establish that there are tachyon machines at all. Just when you put your disc just in says a tachyon that machine, one of the tachyon machines, you can get those at Walmart. Yeah. Something totally unique occurs. Oh, can't wait for this. Not just you? unique, but totally unique. Totally unique. A new SOF is slowly... This is the, this is the subtle organizing energy field, the SOF. ...created. This new SOF is commonly referred to as a Tachyon-aligned SOF, or TAS for short. Oh, shit. <laughs> more more, uh, more official-sounding acronyms. It has an acronym. Taz Sof. Tachyon was assisted. Sof. Aligned, aligned. Tachyon aligned Sof, right. It is important to understand, just like everything, the growth of the Taz takes time. At $50 an hour. It's important to understand, he says. 50 bucks an hour, yeah. Takes time. The tachinization machine creates an environment where the zero point field readily and massively manifests tachyons within the controlled environment. Zero point field. Zero point massively field. and readily. Need to go back? No, I got it. All right. Massively and readily manifest tachyons. Readily and massively manifest tachyons within the controlled environment. The the zero point field? Sounds good, man. You know, zero point energy sounds... I know what zero point energy is. Well, there must be a field. And it must make tach... He needs to sound smart. Yeah. The tachinization process normally takes 14 days to complete. So. 14 days at $50 an hour. We're going to. $50 it's going to take a while for us to fill your order. Is what he's saying. <laughs> That's. Uh, after which the materials, complete with its new TAS, is removed from the tachinization machine. New so, TAS. Look, it takes a while to use these machines on us, and that's why you're being charged so much. It takes 14 days in the machine. The TAS is measurable on both sides of the disc. However, one side of the disc is far more effective. 
So one side of the disc has a better Taz than the other side of the well, it's disc. Like a, it's like a diode, right? I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. The well, intense is silica, directionality right? is attributed to the Taz formation as the core material is restructured at the quantum or submolecular level, creating a permanent tachyon antenna. All right, let me let's go through that again. <laughs> what? Formation as the core material is far more effective. The intense directionality is attributed. Okay, so we're going to find out why there is such an intense directionality, as he says, to this Taz field on the silicon disk. Because I can say anything on the internet that I want. This is what it's attributed to. To the Taz formation as the core material. The Taz formation. Tachyon assisted self formation. Subtle organized energy uh, field field of the what did I write down? Form of the form. form. Yes. I need a new page. Alright. <laughs> you gotta write this stuff down. This is important. Notes. Is restructured at the quantum or submolecular level. So the material is restructured at the quantum or submolecular. Because they're the same thing. There's no there's nothing between submolecules. And quantum. I would argue that that's kind of true. Really? <laughs> well, submolecular is molecular is quantum. So submolecular is certainly quantum. Molecular is quantum? Sure. Molecules exhibit quantum behavior. Oh yeah, we can do okay. it. With, we can we can throw buckyballs C sixty through uh, through a. Um, uh, double slit experiment, and we can see diffraction. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. Creating a permanent tachyon antenna. This is the first time the antenna has been mentioned. Now, an antenna is. Let's go over what exactly what an antenna is. Antenna is essentially a coil of wire around a rod. Such that it will react when a electromagnetic wave interacts, you know, and is able to move charges along the antenna. Mm -hmm. So an antenna is essentially a a wave induction device that that takes that takes energy and, and and causes induction of charge to move. But this is a tachyon antenna, right. so you need to think in that other realm of superluminal particles. Okay, so within the TAS, there exists a high concentrations of tachyons, which... No- of course, duh. Normally it, it is a TAS. It is a TAS, so yeah. Particles until they reach the outer edge of the TAS. So the Taz has an outer edge. There, there's an edge to the Taz. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like a field that um, is like an electromagnetic field, for example, that decreases by one over r squared. Uh, so, but it never actually gets to zero. It's or a gravitational field that also decreases by one over r squared. It. I guess it would be an asymptotically free uh, field, sort of like a uh, a gluon field, so that it's. Well, you forget about the bound. zero point field. 
Don't forget about the zero point field. Well, they haven't mentioned the zero point field but except that's for just saying part of the test. But but I'm I'm just but trying I mean, to that changes your calculations completely, Greg. No, well, I'm just trying to relate it to fields that, that that we understand that we actually understand. Zero point field. Well, give don't me the, discount the power of the zero point. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't know the math of the zero point field. He hasn't explained it to me. Continue, my friend. At which point they typically dissolve back into the zero point field. Okay, so you're right. <laughs> See, you're I, right. I, I get this yet. They dissolve I, into I the zero point speak field. Speak snake oil. I should. I should really delve into the field. <laughs> This phenomenon explains why okay, there's tomato such- sitting on a taz, and one that's not. And you see, like the mist, the mist coming off of the thing, like blood, like like a fan, like yeah. profound negentropic effects. Negentropic, negative entropy. Negentropic is what he's trying to say. Ne- basically, so the reverse it reverses entropy. Ooh, that could be good. Could be useful. Could be useful. On biological systems within the TAS field. It only seems to work on biological systems within the TAS field. That doesn't... Why would it only work on biological because systems? Because that's his market, is biological systems. He hasn't explained it very well. Who cares if rocks get less entropic? and want our DNA to stay good. <laughs> Based on the energetic continuum theorem... The- energetic continuum theorem. Energetic continuum theorem. The ECT. Oh, I think you're catching on. The Taz itself is self-perpetuating as it naturally converts the abundant tachyons into the frequencies that are required to permanently maintain the Taz so form. <laughs> okay, now I understand actually it's self-perpetuating because the electromagnetic field is self or a photon is self-perpetuating, right? It's an alternating electro, electrofield and magnetic field. Self-perpetuating. But I have no idea what the rest of it said said meant at all. Well, it means that the bullshit he's selling you isn't going to wear out in a week. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Now, different size TASs are possible based on the source material. Over the years, the TAS field size has been measured and approximated. It's been measured. Over the years. Over the years. Over the years, this is a sentence. Over the years, the TAS field size has been the TAS field size of what? It of has the been TAS measured and approximated of the TAS. But I thought the TAS was a, was a, was a either a process or a product of something. The TAS. Hold on. Where'd that go? The tachyon assisted SOF field. Right, and the SOF is. Uh, a subtle organizing energy field of the form. Right. Tachyon assisted self. Size. Oh, well, it depends on how big your form is. <laughs> but he just said it's been measured. Not that it's been measured on like rocks or it's been measured on this glass or it's been measured on this. It's a silicon disk, isn't it? Or silica disk. Maybe it's a disc. Maybe it's talking about the disc. You're right. The Taz of a tachyonized silica disc are approximately... Yeah. Okay. I get this shit, man. Fuck I. I get this shit. Only 12 to 15 feet. The Taz of the tachyonized silica glass are approximately 7 to 9 feet. The Taz of the tachyonized general internals are approximately 1 to 2 feet. 
This is basically shit he's selling. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. The TAS of the taconized textile materials are approximately four to six feet. In the case of the textiles, the fibers are taconized in the same manner as the silica discs. They're placed into a tachyon machine for 14 days. However, due to the random weave, they appear to the user to be omnidirectional. Um, I want to see random weave. Random weave. You know, some places will be woven, other places will just be loose threads. That would be a random weave. For example, this shirt that I'm wearing is a tachyonized material. Not random. Completely not random. There's straight lines on his shirt. There's straight lines on his shirt. It's the same color. It has a collar and buttons. It it is very much not random. It says that I'm wrapped in tachyon. Even though the fibers are directional, I feel it as an omnidirectional experience because of the fiber weave. He can feel it. You're a fuckface. As an omnidirectional experience. I was with him for a while, but now he's a fuckface. I hope that makes sense to you. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. And any. (laughs) (laughs) You dick faces, send me money. In any case. Today, you can rest assured that whether you're using tachyonized materials to resolve EMF issues. Ooh, EMF sensitivities. Mm. Okay, so, okay. Let's see, what does tachyon help? It helps with the EMF sensitivity. Which is the electromagnetic... You know, the people that are allergic to Wi-Fi? Right. Like, yeah. uh, like in Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah. Or protect your family from cell phone radiation. Same thing. <laughs> Except instead of one person, it's a family. Okay. Maybe to improve personal health or fitness. Fit? Oh, fit. Fitness? Personal health or fitness. Well, because you saw what it did to tomatoes. I saw tomatoes sitting on a thing. Uh, okay, so health and fitness. Personal, only personal health and fitness. Well, next one's going to be family health and fitness. Watch. Or embrace a life without limits. <laughs> what? Life without limits. Okay. Whatever your choice. Ooh. What- whatever. 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 It helps. Whatever. One thing is for sure. Evolution is at hand. What? <laughs> Evolution is at hand. Look at that. Look at that face. Oh, that's a good pause right there. What the fuck? 2009. Yeah. So that was what is Tachyon's comments? Likes, what dislikes? Are tachyon 20, okay, so it was 29,722 views. No comments. You even turned off? Nope. No comments to display. <laughs> he's a doctor? Um, he's the world-renowned author of Spiritual Nutrition, Sevenfold Peace and Conscious Eating. That's not this guy. It's a different guy. I don't know who this guy is. No. Oh. All right, so there you go. That was How is there no comments on the troll hell that is YouTube? 
Because this is this is in the deep dark depth of YouTube. No one thirty thousand views. Yeah, but there's but, no asshole saying fuck you. No, because there's not. Uh, this this doesn't get out. Thirty thousand robots. I had to search for tacky and eyes shit in YouTube to find this. So yeah, it, it's it's not like readily available shit. But we get asshole comments on our like. 300 view YouTube videos from like years ago. <laughs> he has 30,000 and no asshole comments? People believe in this shit, man. That is some of the most brilliant bullshit. That's not brilliant. There was nothing brilliant. No, no. That. Okay. The most vocabulary laden bullshit. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's what I meant. Brilliant in the use of vocabulary. Evolution is at hand. No, I mean, just every. He had to work hard at finding all the bullshit words to use in this bullshit. I don't think he had to work hard at all. All you have to do is is, is throw a bunch of stuff. I mean, he wrote a script, for sure. But you just throw a bunch of stuff together. And and you don't have to explain anything. What is a subtle organizing energy? What the fuck does that mean? What is a... I got three pages of notes on this, yeah, so, yeah. so fuck you. I got uh, this shit. Okay, you were much better able to predict what, was, what he was going to say than I was, so you definitely <laughs> have, a, have a handle on this stuff that I well, do Well, you not. know, I would have ran my own Return Earthbound Pet scam if, if you hadn't <laughs> right. talked me out of it. So, you know, I share something in common with this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. I really don't. <laughs> That was something else. Oh, I love bullshit. See, the video is so much better than just paraphrasing the yeah, website. Yeah, yeah, having the Having the person voice that shit definitely adds to it. <sighs> All right. Can we get him on New Year's show? Can we interview him? Let's try. <laughs> Let's try. Uh, it's, it's 1230. It's probably enough. All right. Enough to go on. I hope you enjoyed that. I did. That was fun. My kids are going to be up like 6 o'clock tomorrow yeah. wanting to play a Mario party. <laughs> Greg got the kids Mario Party 8 for the Wii. And I told them to get... It was a good idea for the kids because they both will watch on YouTube Mario Party playthroughs. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot! Like, they watch it over and over again. Yeah. Like, I... I Oh, they, they were really excited about it, too. Like, yeah. Especially Matt. Like, yes, yes, yes. Even more than the mask. Yeah. They watched the playthroughs. I'm like, why are you guys watching playthroughs of Mario Party? But they do. So now they can play it. Now, now they, they can, can play, play through it. it themselves. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs>